Welcome to the Being Fearless Podcast. In this podcast, we work on facing our fears so we can live our best lives. There's always going to be a voice inside you telling you you can't. I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. I'm your host, Jackie Robbins. I'm a confidence coach and ulcerative colitis warrior, Star Wars nerd, dog mom, and a fitness enthusiast with a cupcake problem. It's okay to be scared. Do it anyway. You guys, I am going to do something crazy today. All right. Well, my definition of crazy. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone a little bit today. And not only am I going to do a solo cast, but I am going to do it without any notes. (laughs) Normally, I sit down with my notes um, and I have like things mapped out that I want to talk about. And I do have those notes, but they're in my head. And we all know that I have a bit of a squirrel brain, but we're going to go with it anyway. So here's the deal. I had some interviews lined up and it didn't pan out and I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about this week Um, and I decided, you know what, I feel like I want to tell you guys what's sort of going on with me right now because I've had a rough week and it's sort of, um, it's I don't want to say it set me back, but you know... When you have a chronic illness, one of the things that you struggle with is feeling 100%. And I think I spent a long time feeling like I was 100%. And about a week and a half, two weeks ago, my body just sort of gave me a little um, nudge that um, we do have a chronic illness and we're not 100%. So I've spent the last couple of weeks struggling Um I think some of it is the humidity, um, as you guys know, or maybe you don't know, um, I've been doing a running streak and I haven't decided how long I'm going to do it, but I think I'm on, I think today was day 44, um, which is awesome. I would like to do at least 60 days, but my big scary throw up in your mouth goal is a hundred days. Um, and I've been doing it and I've been hydrating my ass off. Um, but the humidity does really suck the life out of you. Um, but one of the things that is really challenging for people with, you know, Crohn's and colitis is our diet. I hate the word diet, but that's the only way I can describe it because a diet is something that is restrictive. A diet is something that is like, um, you know, you can have this, but you can't have that. You can do this, you can't do that. And I don't love it. (laughs) I don't like it at all um, when people tell me what I can and can't do. But I've gotten really good with my body and my limits. But I think the past couple of weeks, I got a little bit brazen with food. But also, I've had some things that bothered me that have never bothered me in the past, which I think is really weird. So for instance, riddle me this one. I can eat plantain chips that come from Trader Joe's. However, if Goya makes them, I will get sick. Does that make sense? No. And how the hell was I supposed to know that? So, um, new rule, we only eat plantain chips from Trader Joe's. By the way, if you've never had plantain chips, they're absolutely delicious. Um, here's another fun one. It's like me versus food this week. Um... I can eat baked sweet potatoes, I can have sweet potato fries, 
but I cannot eat sweet potato chips. I know it's so random and so weird. And then when I say I got a little brazen with food, um, there was a watermelon incident and a donut peach incident. And for those of you who don't know what donut peaches are, they're a little bit sweeter than regular peaches and they're sort of like squashed down. So they look donutty. Um, obviously not a donut. By the way, I ate a donut yesterday, a gluten-free donut that was like super good and honey glazed. That didn't bother me or glazed. I don't know if it was honey. Um, so it's really random, you know, the things that'll bother me. But here's what happens when food bothers you with a chronic illness. Poop. Poop, you guys. You can't stop pooping. And what happens when you can't stop pooping? It literally sucks the life out of you and you get so dehydrated. And that's what I've been struggling with. So throw in the humidity and the food and I'm just like, oh, and it's so hard to keep your motivation. You know, I fancy myself a pretty motivated person. I mean, it's not even that I'm motivated. It's that I have daily routines that I have told myself, this is what you're going to do. And sometimes I need to take a step back and think, are you just having a blah day where you don't want to do something? Or do you really feel that bad that you shouldn't do said thing? And a lot of times it's just feeling blah. But I will tell you guys, as a person who used my chronic illness for years, it was my favorite excuse. I would be like, oh, I don't really feel good this today. I was up a couple of times last night. I don't have to exercise. I don't have to go the extra mile. I'm just going to order out for dinner. I don't even feel like cooking. And that's just not me. And when I think about those moments, I'm like, oh my God, you literally used your chronic illness as an excuse not to do things. And I refuse to do that. And no, I'm not at a hundred percent. And you know what? That's okay. Quite honestly, today I am super tired. I considered napping all day. I've had 65 ounces of water and it's not even four o'clock and I still feel like super drained. And I'm not even going to tell you how many times I've gone to the bathroom because at this point it's embarrassing. But you know what? I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to record my podcast. I'm going to continue my running streak. I'm doing a bar workout. I'm going to continue doing it. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write the book that I've been trying to write for over a year because all of a sudden I have so much inspiration to write this book. And I have to tell you, I I think part of my inspiration right now is there are not a lot of books out there on chronic illness. There just aren't. And it's not coming from a point of view like mine where, you know, I'm a bit of a medical anomaly. I've been through a lot. And it's sort of like a prescriptive memoir where, yes, I'm telling you, you know, all these things. And I'm telling you a lot of things that I would, I'm going to use the term that I did wrong, but that's probably not the right terminology. But I'm giving you my advice if you're feeling the way that I was. Like all the anger I held inside, all the resistance, um... You know, if, if we're, you know, looking back at our life and we're thinking about regrets we have, which recently I was, I was thinking about like, oh, if I could go back and change something, what would I do? And as much as there's like, you know, some relationships I might want to pretend never happened or some stupid drunken nights that I wish never happened, I think my one regret would be that I wish when I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, I just 
completely embraced it with a good attitude and became an advocate for the disease sooner. It took me until my middle to late 30s to really embrace it and to find my voice. And I just sort of wish that I found it earlier because my life is so much better now that I will speak openly about it. And I'm not just saying this to toot my own horn, but I do know that I'm helping people. I know that when we share our stories, when we share our struggles and our triumphs, there is somebody out there that you're helping. And I'm just going to continue to shout all the things from the rooftops. And if it lands with you, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay. Because here's the thing. Not everything I say is going to pertain to you. Not everything I say you're going to give a shit about. But some days you're going to be like, oh my God, that was like the best thing. And it's exactly what I needed to hear right now. Does that ever happen to you? Sometimes I feel like I'm scrolling through my podcast and I'm like, oh, what do I want to hear today? And I put something on and all of a sudden they it's like they're speaking directly to me. Like, hey, it's okay that you're not a hundred percent, but you should keep plowing through anyway because you're going to shame yourself if you don't. Well, at least that's what I do. But like, um, the other day I had a moment where somebody in my life triggered me. And I was just like, oh, I know that I'm the one that is the keeper of my buttons. And if I choose to let you push them, that's sort of on me. And when your buttons and your triggers do get pushed, you that's where you have to do the work. But the other day, I was just like, oh, I wish I didn't allow them to, you know, push my buttons. And then Karen Kenny, who is one of my favorite motivational speakers, she posted about it. And I was just like, oh, Karen, you're speaking directly to me. And I actually messaged her and I was like, your message, I just needed to hear it today. And sometimes the universe just gives you exactly what you need. Do I think that said person is going to trigger me again? Yep, because we have work to do. But recognizing it is half the battle. So yeah, I am... Right now, I feel like I'm in a battle with food. Um, I will tell you what I am doing to try to rectify this because... <laughs> rectify, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm so, <laughs> I might be tired, guys. I don't even know why I found that funny. All right, I'm going to move on now and not edit that out because we don't do that here. Um, so here's what I'm going to do to try to fix my gut because if you saw me right now, my stomach is very much bloated, very much descended. I have a mild headache. Um, my body's sort of achy, which is just, I mean, that could be a combination of all things. And I truly had one of the worst night sleeps I've ever had. Um, so yeah, we're not, we're not working at a hundred percent, but that's okay. But here's what I'm going to do to fix it. I am going to drink so much water that there is no way dehydration is going to be my problem. I know I've said this to you guys before. I will say it again for the people in the back. You, the average person is supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. I need more than that. So let's say I think I'm 135 pounds right now. Um, uh, I can't do that math. Is that 65? Whatever, don't don't judge me here. So if I'm supposed to drink 65 ounces of water a day, I probably need closer to 90. And I got to tell you, the answer is yes, I pee all day. 
all day. Like the other day, the other day I drove to my best friend's house. She lives 50 minutes away. I peed before I left. I peed when I got to her house. We were there for five minutes and went out to go do something. And I was like, oh my God, I have to pee again. Like it is a legitimate problem, but I would rather have an IP all day problem than a dehydration. I feel like shit problem. So the number one thing I'm doing is water. The number two thing I'm doing is I'm really looking at the food I'm choosing. I'm not, um, eating any, I'm not adding anything new to my diet. I'm sticking with my tried and true staples. Um, it's going to be a lot of rice for a couple of days, you know, um, and just nothing. I'm also lowering my sugar intake. We all know I love my cupcakes. I love my ice cream, but I think if I eliminate or cut down, I'm never going to eliminate sugar. It's not going to happen, um, to do that. So just being a little bit more mindful because, you know, I did get a little brazen with food because here's what happens. You, you know, you start thinking like, Oh, I'm doing so well. Let's see if this works out. And it is disappointing when it doesn't, but it gives you a little reality check where you're like, okay, next time I remember how it feels, um, when that happens. So like, I haven't eaten a piece of pineapple and I can't even tell you how long, which is a bummer because I love pineapple. Um, I put pineapple juice in my fruit smoothies, which I'm going to have later. Um, but pineapple wreaks havoc on my system and like so much so where it's like a three day ordeal and nobody wants that. So as much as I would love to cheat and eat the pineapple, it is not worth it for me. So drinking all the water, being mindful about my food, I consider doing a food diary, but I'm never going to do it. I just each day go through my head like, okay, how do you feel? Um, and just move on. I've also been taking a probiotic regularly, which I do know does help a lot. It's by Intestinal Fortitude. I'm going to link it in the bio because it's actually, I'm hoping to have them on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Um, I actually really enjoy it and they gave me some free samples, which I totally appreciated. Um, and it's specifically for people who have, um, you know, Crohn's or colitis. It, you know, it's formulated for us, which I think is awesome. So I've been doing that and I've been, I've been doing some intermittent fasting and I was really resistant to doing this, but sometimes I feel like you need to give your gut a little bit of a break. And so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to give myself like an eight hour window and it is not as hard as I thought. I used to think that this was going to be super hard. Like, how are you only going to eat within eight hours? And I find that in the mornings, I don't wake up, you know, super crazy hungry. So I can go into like 11, 11.30 today, even made it to like 12.15 without eating something. And then, you know, spacing out my meals that way where you're doing it within an eight hour window. There's a shit ton of health benefits to it. I'm not going to go through all of them because quite honestly, I don't know. I don't know them, um, and I'm not a nutritionist, but I will say for me, it does help to give my gut a break. So trying to do that. So that's what I'm going to do to try to fix it. And the other thing, you know, the message I really want you to hear from me is even when you're not working at 100%, and you know, some days you're just not, don't use that as an excuse to be like, oh, well... I don't really feel good, so I'm just going to sit on the couch, eat a bunch of shit, 
watch a bunch of shows, and then I'm going to go to bed and feel shitty about it. Because you are. You're going to feel shitty every time you like make a promise to yourself and break it. And that's how I feel about the running streak right now. I promised myself that... I was going to do it, and uh, granted, I haven't figured out how many days, but I know that all of July is part of it. I don't want to give up on that promise. I feel like I've just come too far, and I wouldn't feel good about it, and I would also feel like you didn't do it for a good enough reason. You guys, if I legitimately couldn't get out of the bathroom and was like super sick and super dehydrated, I will know it. And you will know it. You will know it when you have to like take a step back and be like, you know what? This is just not a good idea. And that's not where I'm at. Where I'm at right now is I'm at like, I'm going to call myself 75%, which my 75% might actually be um, higher than some people's 100%. You know, those people that just like skate by, they don't really go above and beyond or anything like that. I'm probably where that person is. Maybe a little bit better. I'm not sure. All right, rambling. Anyway, bringing it back. So yeah, that's what's going on with me. So kind of struggling with that because what also happens when stuff like this happens is I get wicked bummed out. Like I'll just be sitting there and, you know, when it's like the third time you've gone to the bathroom in 30 minutes, it's not only a what the fuck situation, but it's like, oh God, like it brings you back to... Well, it brings me back to when I was so sick for years that I couldn't leave the house. And then all of a sudden, you know, some of my old anxiety creeps up and I have to pull it back and be like, no, no, this isn't like that. You have different coping mechanisms. You can do this. Like, stop. And I think that's why I have not given up um, on any of the things that I've been doing. Because I know as soon as I decide, okay, chronic illness you win today and I don't go running, I'm going to immediately kick myself in the ass and I don't want to do that. So that's a little bit with what's going on with me. Um, But I also wanted to touch on something that is also equally as important. Excuse me. And I actually meant to do this in the beginning of the podcast. So hopefully you guys are all still listening. I need your help. I'm just going to come right out and say it. You guys, I need your help. It's not just me that needs your help. It's the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. The I'm not going to tell you the the foundation is also struggling. They're not. But the thing with the um, you know these charity organizations, they're not getting the amount of donations right now to help them fund research and do all the amazing things they do because all these events are being canceled because of you know the COVID. Um, And right now, I am fundraising for a race that is going to be in August. It's called the Falmouth Road Race. I can't remember if it's six or seven miles, um, but it's in August. It's in the beginning of August. And it's my first year doing this race, and I was really excited to do it. And of course, it is virtual. And... I've noticed that so many of these, you know, things are getting canceled. All these events are getting canceled. Well, how are we going to fund research? How are we going to, you know, come up with a cure? And, you know, this is a subject that is near and dear to my heart. So I've been fundraising like a mad woman for months now. Haven't quite hit my goal, which is, we'll talk about that in a second. But I know that times are tough for everybody right now. But if you are able to... And it, I don't care what the denomination is. 
if you're able to donate to the cause, maybe it's not even this cause. Maybe it's whatever cause is near, near and dear to your heart. I want to encourage you to do that because these charity organizations do so many things that you don't even know about. Not only do they fund research, but they help patients get the care they need, you know, when health insurance doesn't cover it. And, you know, they're the reasons we find cures. If we're not donating, if we're not fundraising, we're not going to move forward. We're just going to sort of stand still. And I don't want to see that. I want to see in my lifetime somebody figure out what we can do to cure Crohn's and colitis. I mean, granted, I would also love for someone to fix me specifically, but I also know that I'm half a percentage of the population that lost the ability to go to the bathroom. And you know what? I've definitely come to grips with that. I do what I need to do. I have my good days. I have my bad days. I'm not the person that the fundraising is going to hone in on, but it is going to be the 3 million people out there that have this chronic illness and that are hoping to get this cure. And I actually got a call this morning telling me that I do two, I was doing two fundraising events. I was actually on the committee for one of them and they had to make it virtual. So we don't get to have any of our events this year. And, you know, I'm not saying that the foundation is struggling. They're still going to be the leading person you know, heading up the research for all of this, but we need your help. So I'm just going to come out and ask you guys, if you are able to donate to this cause, please do. I'm going to put a link to my fundraiser in the show notes. It is also, if you go to my Instagram page at being fearless jacks, there is a link in my bio where you can go and you can donate. There is no donation that is too small. Everything is appreciative. And I have to say, I believe I'm a little less than $400 away from my goal. Um, but I don't want to stop there. I want to keep going. Um, the other thing too is, would your business consider a donation? It's a huge tax write-off. Would you, you know, do you work for a company that, you know, might want to support the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation? So, I probably sound desperate right now. I don't want to sound desperate, but I just want to put out there that there is a need for these donations. There is a need for these fundraisers, and it's because we want to keep this research going. I haven't, I'm very heavily involved in the foundation, and I haven't heard of anything being underfunded, but I have on very good authority that the people that work at the foundation they all took pay cuts during Corona so that um, this research could be funded. Do you know how powerful that is? Would you take a pay cut for your job? Because I got to tell you, for my day job, no, no, I would not want to take a pay cut. I would be pissed. But if I was a full-time employee at the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and they were like, in order for us to fund the research... We need to drop you down two or three thousand dollars or whatever it is. Um, will you do it? Then, yeah, I'm probably going to do that because I'm very passionate about that cause, and I don't think there's a lot of people out there to do it. And it affected everybody, and that's what these nonprofits are doing. These nonprofits are asking their employees to make sacrifices so that they can still be out there and they 
can still be doing the good work. So when you're thinking about that third latte of the week, maybe forfeit it and throw the $5 at the foundation. Just saying. Um, I usually donate a couple hundred dollars a year, um, because I want to be a part of it, but I also just want to, you know, shout from the rooftops, you know, everything I can. And you guys know I'm super passionate about this. So if you have the means to help me out, thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank you in advance. Um, you know, you'll get a thank you afterwards as well, but I'll link that, um, in the show notes and also on my Instagram at being fearless jacks. If you guys aren't following me, you totally should because normally I'm not this heavy and I'm hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to keep, um, I'm going to keep this week short and sweet because I feel like I've given you guys, um, kind of a, a heavier one. And also I just really wanted to talk about my fundraiser and tell you what's going on with me. I'm assuming that you're invested in what's going on with me to some extent if you're listening to this podcast, but I do have some amazing guests coming up. Um, I'm actually going to have a couple of people that do suffer from Crohn's and colitis. Hopefully we can get intestinal fortitude on. So a lot of great things coming up and you know, I like to keep it real with you guys. So as always, thank you so much for listening. If you love what you're hearing, share it with a friend, leave me a five-star review. You're all super awesome. And always remember, it's okay to be scared. Do it anyway.